Welcome to the Kayla Ambrose Show. I'm your host and your travel guide to the other side, Kayla Ambrose. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. To find out more about me and my work, visit my website, exploreyourspirit.com. On there, you'll find my books. You can book private consultations with me. And I have my Academy of Mystical Arts and Spiritual Sciences, where you can study online with me. I have a lot of online courses you can take, including Aura School, Psychic School, uh, Wisdom School, Wise Woman School, Intuitive Interior Decor School, and most recently, the Akashic Records. Today, I want to talk about the full moon total lunar eclipse, what some people refer to as the blood moon because the color red that it turns. I'm an astrologer. I started astrology studying it when I was 12 years old. I asked my parents if I could learn astrology. And back then, it wasn't done on the computer. You had to do it by hand. And they thought this would be a great way to keep me interested in math, which was not my best subject. So anything that would get me to want to play around with math, they were supportive of. So they let me. And I started doing astrology charts in my teen years for people. And I just have always loved astrology. What I like though, is to get down to the heart of the matter. So you won't hear me talk about astrology like of other astrologers. They'll spend more time explaining to you the, the alignment of the planets and what each planet means and go into that depth of it. And while I appreciate that, I think it's very important and it teaches everyone about astrology, I prefer for my style just to get to the heart of the matter of what it means and give you that uh, straight talk is what I call it. Less less uh, defining the planets and more just a straight talk. What does it mean for you? So if you're listening to me and you're wanting to know more about a lunar eclipse, what does an eclipse mean? What do all the astrological aspects mean? You won't find that here. I won't go that deep into that. There are thousands though of places you can go for that information and if you have a love of astrology at that level and you're wanting to become an astrologer i suggest you go and learn all these things and really delve into it but i want to talk about the eclipse tonight more just in general what is the effect going to mean how it's going to affect your life and what you can do with it first i want to explain that we are in a 20-year period of transformation and it's probably the biggest transformation this earth has seen in, in a very, very long time, thousands of years. It began at the winter solstice of 2012. And we're in a 20 year transformational cycle through 2032. So here we are at 2022. We are at the midpoint. We are halfway through this. We are seeing from that journey in the Milky Way when we went into uh, the darkest point there at 2012 and now we're slowly coming out of the darkness we are seeing all the chaos the intensity everything that's been happening and we are halfway through so for some people you may celebrate that for others you may groan and say wait we're only halfway done we got more to go we are it takes time everything takes time and to shake off these type of patterns and karma and energy it takes a while 
the December solstice of 2021, I shared with many students at the school how we were receiving downloads from the other side, codes that were being programmed into us that will be revealed at this winter solstice. They are working within us here to help us through this year as we go through the transformation. And some of these will be working right now through us with, this, with these eclipses. We just had the solar eclipse. Now the lunar, they always come in pairs. So let's talk a little bit about this eclipse and what you can expect to maybe see uh, and feel in your life. This moon is in Scorpio. So if you're Scorpio or Scorpio rising, you'll have uh, even a little bit more of a profound effect. But we all will be touched by Scorpio. Scorpio represents transformation and it represents magic. If you have a lot of Scorpio in your chart, if you have Scorpio rising or Scorpio is a sun sign, you're probably deep into metaphysics. You're deep into the magic. You have that type of energy rising up in you that causes you to explore it. And during this eclipse, it's going to force all of us to go deeper into our true self. What a lot of people don't know is Scorpio is also represented by the Phoenix, one of my favorite creatures, the Phoenix who burns to ash and then is reborn. And so this is the Scorpio energy, Scorpio slash Phoenix energy that is being played out within all of us at this time. So what it means with these eclipses is that something will end for us. Something will die in order for something new to be born. This can be uh, in a lot of different patterns. So how I see this happening is in two parts. The first is the world and most of us have been very out of balance, especially so in the past couple of years. But if we look back through most of our lives, we'll see where we were out of balance in one form or another. Maybe we worked all the time and didn't have time for anything else. Maybe we were too wrapped up in a relationship and didn't have time for others. Maybe we were too focused on our divine masculine side or the opposite, divine feminine side. Both of those live within us. Whether we call it the yin and the yang, masculine, feminine, both polarities live within us. And we can be too much of one or the other and not be living in balance. This time is pushing us to shed those old ways and instead to reach back into a time of balance within us, within what we think, what we do, to come back to our center. So as this eclipse in Scorpio tries to push out our shadow self, it's going to start that with our lower chakras, where the ego lives, where the force of will and willpower, where fight or flight lives, where our fears live, all of that is going to be shaken up. It's time for the fears, the shadow work to be released so that we can begin to be balanced within ourselves first and foremost. If you've studied the ancient wisdom teachings with me, you know I teach the ancient esoteric teachings from ancient Egypt. And the body is seen as a form of Egypt. The lower three chakras are lower Egypt. And then the heart chakra 
is the balancing part, the tipping point. And then the higher chakras are what's known as upper Egypt. To return to balance, we must release what we have been holding on to in the lower chakras. It's time to release the fear, release the pain, release what the ego holds on to. And it's time to open back up and rise up from the chakras and move into the heart chakra. Therefore, balancing and transforming that energy so that you can go back up into your higher chakras and live from your higher consciousness, your higher self, your best self. This is what this time is doing and what this eclipse is helping us with as well. It's pushing us to shed the old from our skin, from our energy bodies, and to release the shadow aspect of ourselves. Eclipses are forceful. They, they squeeze. They force things out. And so they do so to free us from this, to help us to let go of these things that no longer serve us. So we have these eclipses right now, and they take about six months, the effect, and they can actually take up to 18 months, depending on how quickly you're able to move through your stuff. But especially for the next six months, effectively the rest of this year, watch what you're holding on to and be aware and really pay attention to why you're holding on. Does this really serve you anymore? Is it time to let go? Pay attention to the things that pop up repeatedly in your life. These are signs of things that are showing you that they no longer need to be in your conscious or unconscious self. So you'll continue this work for the rest of this year. And the faster you move, the more the second part of the eclipse and what it brings will move into you. And that is transformation. First, we must go back to the center, center within ourselves, center within our life, center within our world. And once we go back to balance and regroup again at the heart chakra and begin to emit that beautiful energy, back out that loving energy, love for ourselves, love for others, love for the world, love for everyone. As we begin to emit that heartbeat, that beautiful pink and green energy from the heart chakra and begin to restore our aura and our energy bodies and heal from the inside out, that then ripples outward. It changes our thoughts, our energy, our thought patterns, our consciousness, even our emotions. This is what the eclipses are here to do. They always come in pairs and they're here to trigger change. And these two are to bring forth balance and transformation. The last time we saw a Scorpio eclipse like this, I think was back in 2003. I believe it was May as well. So look back in that 18 month period from 2003 into 2005, and you'll get a clue of things. What was going on then? What happened for you? What transformed in your life? What ended? What changed at that time? You'll see similar things that may come to be now. Okay, so you're trying to balance and you're trying to transform. What does this eclipse in particular bring up because it's in Scorpio? Well, Scorpio is about control and about boundaries. So there may be issues coming up with your boundaries where you are now finally ready 
to set some new standards and create boundaries. This is with people in your life, situations. It could be your job, your career. It could be relationships. It could be family, group dynamics, friendships, where maybe you've let people set the tone of how the relationship will be or let them have the control or let them decide how far it will go. And now you're going to find that you no longer will accept these lower standards. You no longer will allow people to go past your boundaries. You may have to speak up. You may have to let people know that they can't just do what they think they should do. For people that have breached your boundaries or that you intermingled with when your standards were lower, you may need to go inside and heal what used to make you feel attracted to that type of situation. Now that you have new standards and boundaries, you may have to look at the past and say, why was I willing to do that? What part of me was not healed? Did I believe that I didn't deserve more? Was I scared that that was all that I could get? So I accepted less? Was I lonely, afraid, tired, unsure? Whatever it was that was acting in your lower chakras that allowed you to lower your standards, now is the time to review that and to reinvent them, to decide what your new standards are and what you will and what you won't accept from people. This doesn't have to be aggressive. This doesn't have to be where you're shouting at people or declaring your new standards. It's not a telling, it's a show. You emit it from the inside out. Energetically, as you begin to change, you feel stronger. You emit that positive, confident, believing in yourself, knowing what you want and what you'll accept. And it comes out energetically. You won't need to say as much as you think. People will see it and they will feel your energy and know that they can't speak to you that way anymore or try to slough things off on you or to have you do the things they don't want to do or have you put up with things. You will be able to show, not tell, but show that you're just absolutely not going to accept that anymore. Now, will they take this instantly and be, oh, well, of course, that's great. Well, some might, actually. And others, there will be some conflict. But this is for your betterment. This is for your personal good. This is time for you to set new boundaries and create new standards for your life to go forward. When speaking of boundaries and standards like that within Scorpio, we also have to look at the issues of control. This is a big one for Scorpio, who does not like to be controlled. And all of us will be affected by this, of how someone has tried to control us in our life. For some people, it's on a bigger scale, how they feel they may have been controlled by the economy, or a government, or another group trying to push their beliefs on them. And those issues of control are going to bring heightened tensions and a lot of protests and a lot of pushback. So expect to see this in big scales around the world for the next six months. Personally, you may decide you no longer want to be controlled by someone in your life. It could be family, friends, a relationship, 
your boss, even where you work or how you work. Did those dynamics, those rules and beliefs no longer work for you? And so you will be pushing past these things. First, you're seeking balance, going back to center, and you're taking a deep, a deep look at your life and what matters. You're letting go of the shadow side. And now you're deciding what you're going to keep with you and what works for you in the future. This is where the transformation begins. Once we get through this lunar eclipse and we make these changes, this is the gift of the eclipses, a fresh new start, a new beginning. And yes, to do that, things may have to break around us first. And it's important to notice that, especially right now. Starting with this eclipse, pay attention for the next six weeks of anything that breaks around you. Uh, could be in your health, something that's breaking down. Could be in your finances, could be in your relationships, could be with family dynamics, your career. Whatever is breaking is doing so for a reason and not for the reason you think. It is not a punishment. It is not the universe punishing you in some way. It is breaking to say, this is no longer serving you and it's time to make a change. So if you lose a job, uh, if you end up in complete disagreement with where your company is going, something breaks there that's not working, it's a sign for you that you no longer are resonating with the energy of that type of career or possible company, corporation. Things that break in relationships, friendships, hobbies, anything. Let's say you've been riding a, a bike forever and your bike starts breaking down a lot over this time. It may be that that hobby has come to an end and it's time for you to try a different hobby that might be better for your body going forward. Maybe your body needs less focused attention than it takes to ride a bike and needs something more fluid like swimming or yoga or something that's easier on the knees and the joints. And it's trying to tell you of this. It's time to switch up your workout and go to something completely different. Maybe in relationships, you keep trying to get together with a group of people and every time it gets close, someone cancels, someone breaks up the group and that not everybody's going to be there. Something comes up to keep you from going there. Something keeps breaking up the group. That's a sign too that these old patterns, these old relationships may need a break as well, may need a change. It may be time to reach out to new people to get new perspective, new uh, harmony, new experiences with people that think differently than a group maybe you've been with for a long time. Pay attention to what's breaking around you. Very important. I can't say this enough. If there's one thing you take away from this podcast today about what to pay attention to, what's happening with this eclipse, is pay attention to the things that break around you. Okay, another positive thing about the eclipses, uh, this one is actually coinciding with a very lucky time. So it's a really good time to try new things. Uh, the question to ask yourself is, what am I willing to let go? And what would I like to try that's new? 
And luck and fortune is actually on your side right now, energetically, that if you're willing to let go and to then transform and try something new, that the luck will follow to make it a, a, a better experience than it could be. What some might call beginner's luck. Like, hey, I just tried that and it worked out really well. You actually have beginner's luck on your side right now with this. And I don't know where that phrase came from, but it makes me wonder if it came from this in astrology. Because that's really what it feels like, beginner's luck. It has to be something new. It's not something you're already good at. It's something you're going to stretch yourself to grow and then go, okay, all right, I'm trying this. And you go, I'm better than I thought I was at that. That's amazing. So beginner's luck is on your side. If you're listening to this podcast later, uh, not during the time of the eclipse right here in May of 2022, remember this has a six to 18 month effect. So even if you find it six months from now, there's still time to join in and to participate in this with this balance and transformation and, and to try new things. So remember, I said, we're in this 20 year cycle of big change from 2012 to 2032. We're at the center right now, 10 years in. So we're at the tipping point. We're at the center of the cosmos in that way. We're at the heart chakra. This is the time for balance and harmony. This is where we tip, where we open the heart chakra, where we become the phoenix. Are you ready? Are you ready to heal your lower chakras, to let go of your shadow self, to face your fears, to let go of the ego and all the things that you thought were so important, all the ways you defined yourself and thought, this is what's important. These titles that I have, this dynamic that I've created with these social groups, this belief that I have to keep up, that I have to live a certain way, be a certain way. All these constructs that you made of different standards, of different beliefs, of lowering your vibration, of believing that you had to be like others, live like others, fall into line with what they wanted in order to be accepted, in order to get along. Are you ready to question these things and instead to step out from the shadow and into the light and to let go of these fears? Are you ready to embrace that it's okay to be who you are, not what someone else has told you to be, what your parents expected of you, what society told you you should be, what your culture may be saying you should be? Are you willing just to be you? If you want to be the Phoenix, if you want to connect with the energy of Scorpio at this time, then it begins with this, going through the shadow work of the chakras one, two, and three, letting go anything you're holding on in there, and then working your way up through the heart chakra for that balance. And then as you go further into the higher chakras, the transformation begins. You are reborn then into the Phoenix. This is the restorative period that we're in. And in its own way, a special gift is we are also in a Mercury retrograde, which is causing us to review, to release, 
to rewind, to restore, to regenerate. Basically, any word you can think of that starts with RE works in the retrograde, and that's what's happening to you. So the Mercury retrograde is actually trying to actively help you, help you to let go of all of these things, release. This is happening on a global consciousness level for everyone here on Earth and also for each of us independently. What we can do now, doing this right now, may change the trying times that we're going through. If enough of us can do this, we may be the tipping point that helps bring the earth back into balance right now as well. Wouldn't that be something? And so many people think, what can I do? What can I do to fix the problems that are so big on this world? But each of us, if we commit to doing it within ourselves, we become a tipping point for healing. So if you concentrate on you and heal that within you, and enough of us do that, we then become the tipping point. We become that light, that energy vibration, that global consciousness that tips the earth back into balance. And that will make this transformation that we're all going through here that much easier, smoother, quicker, better. So there is something that each of us can do. And when we work on ourselves, this happens. To me, the Phoenix is also a symbol of the heart chakra. A heart is full of so much beauty, so much fire, so much passion, so much love in that chakra. And when we see the Phoenix, beautiful plumage with red and blue, all the colors there representing the heart. The Phoenix holds so much wisdom, energy, love, and then it understands that one day it has to transform, it burns to ash, and it's reborn again. We all understand this if we've had heartbreak. When the heart is held too much and needs to release and restore, the Phoenix shows us how to do this so that we keep the energy, but we allow what needs to be released around it to do so safely and to be reborn, showing us that it's not held in one place, but it's held in the cosmos, it's held in the universe. The love is held in our Akashic records on the other side and our higher self and the coding and the graphics and everything we need to be reborn always remains. All that energy stays intact. And so the Phoenix is reborn and once again, looking just as beautiful, just as magical and wiser every time without rebirth. It's a symbol of how we go and are reborn. And we don't always have to have what we call a literal death. We can be reborn within ourselves in the same lifetime if we're willing to do the work, if we're willing to follow these wisdom teachings and let go of our shadow self, let go of things that are holding us behind and return back into the light. We can then reconnect with our higher self and download more of this wisdom and be the transformed, as the saying goes, by the renewing of our mind, bringing this wisdom back again. This is what we're doing at this time is an ancient ritual in this way. 
This is what these eclipses are saying to us. This is what they're calling forth for us to do. They're here at this exact time in Scorpio in such a magical sign, right through the midway point of this 20-year transformation. It is amazing, really, mathematically, astrologically, universally, when you look at the grand scheme of things and how everything was designed so beautifully in the universe, how everything was put into place, conspired to help us with each step that we're going through. It's, just, it's up to us to take it, to see it, to understand it, and to work with it. It's not done before us. It's provided as a key, as help, assistance, but we still have to take action. We have to do the work. We have to delve deep within ourselves and clear our old thought patterns, our stinking thinking, as I call it. We have to work through the things that are holding us back. And if we can do this and clear the way and then take action to move into our new true selves, we are rewarded and it changes the dynamics around us. This is what we're being called to do right now. This year is a big year of transformation for everyone. And it's going to come whether you're ready or not. So you can do it the easy way or you can do it the challenging way. But for all of us, big changes and transformation are coming this year. So you may find that you move, that you change, that something that you started this year with uh, will not be the same by the end of this year. You may be living elsewhere, working elsewhere, with other people in your life. So many different ways that it could change. Be open to it. And if you've read my Nine Lessons book, you know, one of my chapters is, everything that happens, happens for good. We just have to find the good in the thing that happens. And sometimes that's harder than others, depending on what it is. But there really is a reason for things that happen. We don't have to like the reason. We don't have to like what it is that's happening. But something does come out of there that over time we can look back and see what that point was, what that purpose was. All right, well, here's the lunar eclipse. Happy lunar eclipse to you. I hope you enjoyed this little glimpse into the eclipse as best as I can do in a short amount of time. And may it be a good one for you. May you find balance. May you transform. See you again soon.